Welcome back to Blackberries by Wallace Gibbs, Episode 2. As we entered the kitchen, Daddy announced that he was going to take a nap, and he headed to his and Mama's bedroom at the back of the house. As Virgil and I entered the kitchen, Mama immediately inspected our haircuts. I want the two of you to go change. Then I want you to go to the chicken yard and remove all of the old hay from the chicken hutches and replace it with new hay. There is a bale of new hay in the feed room, Mama commanded. Yes, ma'am, Virgil and I answered. We changed into our work clothes and headed to the chicken yard. The hutch itself was a double-decker contraption. There were five hutches on the top and five hutches on the bottom, each stuffed with hay. The hutches themselves were 12 inches by 12 inch cubes that had a round hole that was about 10 inches in diameter in the front. On the far right side of the hutches, there was a ramp with steps on it that the chickens would use to climb to either the first or second floor of the hutch. Once they walked up the ramp, they would then walk down a board to a hutch that met their approval. Every six weeks or so, Virgil and I would have to take out the old dirty hay from each of the hutches and replace it with fresh hay so that the eggs stayed nice and clean, except for the one or two chickens that would poop right on top of their egg when they delivered it. After laying their egg, most chickens would pop out of the hutch and walk back down the board to the ramp and begin singing what we called their laying song. I guess it was a relief to get that egg out of them. I removed the old dirty hay from each hutch and Virgil replaced it with new hay. By the time we finished, we had an audience of eight to ten hens watching us. At one time, Jekyll even jumped up to inspect the new stuffing. I guess that she had forgiven me and Virgil for throwing her in the mud pit last year. It took about an hour to clean the egg hutches. When we returned to the house, Mama made Virgil and I strip out of our clothes in the garage and then go and take our baths. Daddy had gotten up from his nap and was sitting at the kitchen table reading his Bible when Virgil and I walked in from our bath. What's for dinner tonight? I asked. We are having fried liver and onions with rice, Mama stated. I loved liver and onions. George Philly, Gina's boyfriend, hated even the smell of the liver and would screw up his face any time that he would enter the house when Mama was cooking it. Why don't you set the table, Wallace, Mama said. I got out six plates, six forks, and six steak knives because Gina was going out with George tonight. Gail came in and fixed everyone their standard drinks. Charlotte said the blessing. Are we having cobbler tonight? I asked. No, Mama said. I am exhausted from making all that jelly. Maybe tomorrow night, and then we can eat it after church. Conversation was lively around the kitchen table as we all talked about the events in our lives. After dinner was over and the dishes had been loaded into the dishwasher, I noticed that there was a large bowl of blackberries on the kitchen counter. What are those for? I asked. I figured that we could have berries and milk tonight in place of a cobbler, Mama said. 
Can we have it now or do we need to wait? I ask. You can go ahead and have some of it now if you want, Mama said. Just remember that there are seven of us and you don't need to take a heaping bowlful. Yes, ma'am, I said. I went to the cabinet where we kept the bowls and got one down for me and one for Virgil. We each put about a cup of blackberries in our bowl and then took them to the sink where we rinsed them under running water. Afterwards, I made sure to drain any excess water by putting my hand over the berries and turning the bowl upside down. Afterwards, I went to the refrigerator and got the milk. In 1978, I don't think that there was any type of milk except for whole milk and buttermilk, which was something that I avoided at all cost. I poured regular milk over my blackberries until they all but disappeared. I then took my spoon and mashed the berries until the milk in the bowl turned a deep purple color. Then I retrieved the sugar canister, took my spoon, dug it in the center of the white granules, and then sprinkled the heaping spoonful over my berries and milk concoction. I repeated this action two more times. I took my dessert to the table. Virgil, Gail, and Charlotte repeated the same procedure and soon joined me. After I had eaten all my berries, I then scraped the bottom of the bowl with my spoon to collect any sugar that had sunk to the bottom. The taste of the berries, the milk, and sugar was fantastic. The very last thing that I did was to set the spoon down and drink the remaining milk. Gail collected all of our bowls and put them into the dishwasher. Bedtime rolled around and I slept very soundly on a full stomach after a very full day. This concludes Episode 2 of Blackberries by Wallace Gibbs.